friends. Welcome back to the Conscious Body Podcast. Today, Jesse and I will be talking about emotional intelligence and bringing awareness to our everyday lives. So I know Jesse was sharing a story with me earlier today, how he kind of got sucked into the whole social media thing yesterday morning. Yes. Hello, everyone. Um, <laughs> I was sharing with Jackie about the whole um, consuming of social media and how that kind of did happen to me yesterday when I first woke up in the morning. But anyway, continue. Yeah. So the reason why you were sharing that is because so many of us go on social media and we're just consuming information and we don't realize maybe it's good information, maybe it's bad information, it's information, but what are we actually doing with that? What could we be doing with our time instead of consuming all this information? And is this information helping us? Yeah. So I guess uh, today's topics, um, emotional intelligence. Yes. And bringing awareness to the things that we're doing and not doing. I think it's huge because something that I guess I'm going to use the word triggering, something that was really irritating me these last couple of weeks, I guess I can say, is going on to social media and seeing these people um, post workouts, post diet tips, post all these different things, and people thinking that they have to be doing that because they see these quote-unquote influencers posting these things. And something that I like to drive with my clients is don't just look at something, don't just consume this information and think that this is going to be your solution. We have to go out and do the work and really set a strong foundation in fitness, nutrition, um, emotional intelligence. It's a whole bunch of things that I think are being left out when we see these posts. Yeah. So kind of what you said about not just seeing it, but doing it. And then how, how would you go, let's say, how would you coach somebody to do that? Because there's a way of, you know, for me to be like, oh, well, I'm, I'm looking at these posts. Maybe I should post that exact same thing. So now I'm like, I'm questioning it. But if I'm not using my emotional intelligence, then it's like, am I even thinking for myself? I'm really just taking somebody else's stuff and applying it to my post or my wall or, you know, whatever I'm doing. And now people have that perception of me. And it's like, is that even really me then? Right. So that's where the emotional intelligence comes in of like, hey, uh, stop, you know, being such a consumer. Maybe you can get ideas from that. But bring it back to yourself and what do you want and what do you, you know, want to be, I guess, uh, seen as and does that even resonate with you as well? Exactly. What are you really about? And don't get lost in what everyone else is doing, because I know for myself, obviously, I'm a certified health coach and personal trainer. And then I see what these other people are doing that are in a similar space, which is all they do is post workouts. It's not bad. I post workouts, too. It's cool. But it was making me think, oh, maybe all I need to be posting on my social media is workouts. Somebody asked me on Monday, well, what are you like? What are you truly passionate about? And it brought me back to why I started sharing my journey. And it's because I'm passionate about the emotional and mental aspect of the weight loss journey. Obviously, if I'm just posting workouts, I'm not talking about that. I'm just showing you how to work out, which is what most people are doing. I mean, how many people do you go online and see they're actually talking about the emotional aspect of weight loss, the mental aspect of weight loss, the deeper things that we're not really talking about. So it's easy for me to be like, oh, this is what people like. Cool. That's what I'm going to post. But what is my message really about? And what's going to make me different and unique in the space that I'm in? Yeah. So if you're, let's say your client, I mean, how would you, how would you coach yourself to, to go through that? How would I coach myself to do what exactly to build your emotional intelligence to like you know get away from that yeah so i think that 
for me, I'll share what worked for me. I think that throughout my journey, I consumed a lot of information. And the word that I like to use is scrambled eggs. Like my brain was like scrambled eggs. And at some point, I didn't even know what to do. I mean, even in school alone, I learned over a different, a hundred different diet theories. So when I came out of school, my brain was like completely scrambled eggs. If I was confused going in, I was even more confused going out. So even time after that, I still kept consuming information, consuming, consuming, consuming. And I was always hitting walls until I had to put a stop to it. Podcasts are great. Obviously, we're on one. YouTube is great. This information is great. But when are you going to stop to take inventory as far as what's working for you and what's not? Because I'd hope that in the process of you consuming this information, you're also applying it and you're finding what works and what doesn't for you. And you're keeping what works and throwing away what doesn't. Yeah. And you know what? There was a, a talk that I had with one of my business partners as well, because I agree with everything that you're saying. And we were talking about exactly that. What have we been doing these past two months? And, you know, mind you, we also keep track in, in our business respectfully, um, you know, with what we're doing and what's working and what's not working. So sometimes you got to learn how to pivot. And that pivot, you know, sometimes can be scary. But at the same time, it's like, are you going to keep doing the same thing and running into that wall? Or you're just going to do something else, right? And also, I, I think for me, huge is not feeling like I'm being put in a box. You know, don't put yourself in that, oh, I have to post this, or I have to do this, or I have to talk about this. Like, well, you can just share somebody else's stuff and give the credit to them, and people are still going to find value in that. Yeah, that's actually what I brought up to you earlier this week. I was kind of feeling down, and I'm like, hey, Jesse, like, this is what I see you women in this space doing. Maybe I need to be posting that, but I don't want to because that's not what I'm about. And you brought it back to, you know, like, what is like, what is your message? What is what you want to teach people? And I think that really helped me shift that, really coming back to what I, and I just read a Bible verse about that too, to not get lost and trying to copy others, but stay original to what you are meant to do on this earth. Yeah, and that's something that, that irritates me a lot is seeing other people kind of like posting similar things or, or posting um, things that, um, you know, it, it's already, how can I say, it's, it's like it's not them almost, like you can feel it, you know, you can almost feel the fakeness at this point because, again, we're being consumed with so much. So you can kind of tell who's real, who's not. It's like you can sm uh, sniff it out a lot easier nowadays, you know, so people and again, whether it's your clients or your friends, family, whatever, you know, they're gonna, they're gonna feel that. And I kind of want to bring it back to the whole, um, you know, emotional intelligence part, and you know, the whole uh, being there for your clients, and what that really means. And um, there's something that I shared recently as well with one of my other business partners is that people are going to remember you by how you made them feel. So think about what you're putting out there, whether it's your words with people, or whether it's your posts, how does that make people feel, you know, because that's how they're going to come back to you or deter from you. Exactly. Yeah. And don't let your environment start to change you. Because I think that so many times we want to be and sound like the people that we're learning from or consuming from. And then we start to act like them, talk like them, behave like them. And then you lose yourself in the process. And then fast forward from there, you probably get to a point to where you don't even recognize yourself and you have to do a, a lot of unlearning, which is one of the things that I do with clients. It's hey, you've consumed enough information, it's time to unlearn because they're ready to consume more. I'm like, uh-uh, you have enough. Yeah, and, and that's something that I also happened to myself as well. 
you know, I was, I was really coachable and um, I took all of these words in, all of these things and I'm like, okay, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do it. And then, you know, I was doing it, but there was still something inside that almost kind of felt empty, right? Like that void wasn't really being filled. And I think now, right, taking a step back from those things um, of the consumption, right? Um, you, to bring it back to what you said earlier about like finding yourself, right? That's something that I've been able to do more, be more in alignment, right? Because if I deter away, now I'm away, now I'm, I'm closer to me, I'm closer to myself, which means I can work on myself now versus being told I need to do this or I need, I need to work on that. Right. It's like, well, maybe I don't really need to like deep down inside. Maybe I don't need that type of work. Maybe I need another type of work. So that's where I'm able to, you know, fix or, or, or heal or, you know, gather my, my thoughts and be a little bit more emotionally, you know, intelligent and relate to people at the end of the day as well. Yeah. And in order to do that, I feel like you need to turn off the noise because yep. an example that I give is. You have clients sometimes hopping from one coach to the next, to the next, to the next. And what is each coach doing? They're giving them a list of things to do. Hey, you need to eat more. You need to eat less, move more. Hey, you need to not eat past seven. Hey, like there's just all these continuous lists of what to do, what not to do. So the, but by the time they get to me, they don't need more of that. They're scrambled eggs. <laughs> exactly. And I think that people are missing because I think people feel like, Oh, I still have, I still, there's something I still don't know yet. There's still something that I have to learn. But the reality is in most cases, that's not it. I think most people know what to do to be healthy. They know what to eat. They know they need to move their bodies. They know that they need to drink water. It's super basic. But the thing is, why are we not doing it? And why are we so overwhelmed with everything that we're learning? How can we undo it instead of adding more to it? Um, I think a lot of the times too is is you just got to ask them questions, you know, get to the source. Yes. Ask, ask people a lot of questions if you're trying to help them. You know, try not to come at them with so much information because that's going to overwhelm them. And even in my business too, if and we say we say this and we coach this and we preach this, uh, if you're doing 80% of the talking or most of the talking, it's not really leaving room for them to grow. So if, I, if I'm going to sit with a client, I'm going to start by asking them questions and just continue to dig deep, right? And it's going to give it's going to give me information about them versus me just throwing information at them and then asking them a question later. And they're going to be like, whoa, now I'm scrambled eggs. I need some time to think. <laughs> yeah, and I think that's where the true transformation happens is when you get to know your client or the person that you're talking to, working with on a deeper level, and you start to ask these questions. Because a lot of us and most of us are not getting to that point of the transformation. That's where the true transformation happens. And it took me 10 years to be for me to be able to tap into that because everyone that I worked with, coaches and, and mentors, they were awesome. They each had someone something special and unique to offer, but nobody really took it deep. It's like, oh yeah, you just gotta work out more. Oh, you just gotta do 3,000 burpees. Oh, you just, nobody took the time to really get to know what my beliefs were how I felt about my journey, how I felt about weight loss, the foundation of my whole belief system that was so deeply rooted, no one really took the time to ask any of that. Now, he, he, what would have happened if someone did take the time to do that? How would that make you feel? 
oh, I think I would have like cracked down and cried in that moment because thinking back, thinking back present day, I can, I can look at my beliefs and my belief about weight loss was if I'm skinny, I'm going to attract the perfect partner. If I'm skinny, I'm finally going to be loved. So my whole 10 years of me wanting to be skinny was just to have that. And what if someone came around and really questioned that and told me, you don't need, you don't need that to be loved. As a matter of fact, I met you at my highest weight. <laughs> Interesting how that happens. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, the, the people that, that do take the time to do that for us and dig deep and ask us questions and God bless those people. I feel they have very large amount of patience <laughs> and um, those are hard to come by. Those are really hard to come by. So I guess maybe one of the messages here is be weary, right? Or be aware of like what type of people, I feel like it always kind of comes back to what you said about like the environment, right? You're aware yeah. of your surroundings. Um, you know, is it just all being thrown at you, thrown at you, thrown at you? Um, or is it trying to get you to, you know, dig deep? Right. And I think there's a couple of things that are attached to that. And I, I think that some coaches and mentors and friends mean well, but they just don't know how to communicate that. So it come, it can come across as they're not helping me. So I think that's, um, that's something to take into consideration. Another thing is that sometimes people are in it for themselves. Like I know in the beginning of my journey, I didn't have time to focus on clients. I didn't have time to focus on helping anybody else. Cause I was trying to figure out my own stuff. I was trying for, I was trying to lose weight and find the answers for myself. So there was just no way now being like that. I'm doing this for a couple of years now. I can now focus on my clients and not come from a, from a perspective of like, it's all about me. Cause at this point, it's not even about me. It's about using what I've learned these last 10, 15 years with my weight loss struggles and helping others overcome what they're dealing with. So it's the focus is not on me anymore. It's how can I serve you? How can I help you? And what, what would you say is what like top tools that have helped you do that? Focus on my clients. Yeah. Like what is something that allowed you to kind of grow to be able to. I think the main thing is being at peace with my own specific journey. And that came from understanding the process from digging deep. Like you said, those questions, answering those questions, having a strong foundation uh, as far as like what it is to be healthy. And getting rid of all the BS because we're fed so much BS that I think just clouds us from the actual answers and the actual solutions. So doing all the, the unlearning that we're talking about and just feeling like I can be myself. I think that's what it comes down to is me being myself. And I've always cared about helping other people. But when you're in a space where you're in survival mode, you can't do that for others because you're just wow. too worried about yourself. Wow. So not being in survival mode. You can say that again. That's that's huge. Yeah, getting out of survival mode. Because if if you're thinking, like as a coach, if I'm thinking like, who am I going to make the next dollar from? Who am I going to, I don't know, get paid from? If, if that's my perspective going in, I'm going to be a very stressed person. And I'm not going to be in it for the, any of a good reason. And and your clients, the people around you are going to feel that. They're going to know that, yeah. You know, they're going to they're gonna feel that. And they're going to almost deter themselves from you. Because they're going to interact with you. They're going to feel it. They're going to leave and they're going to feel a certain way after leaving. And they're like, man, that was exhausting. Yeah. <laughs> like something inside is like Jackie's exhausting. Or they'll you just know? feel used or like all I wanted was their money. Yeah. And again, that can come if you're if you're coming from a survival mode. Yeah. So I, I think 
it's huge keeping in mind your emotional intelligence, being able to gauge conversations with people. And if they start being vulnerable, take that and, you know, let's open that up because that's something that they want to talk about. I had a client earlier today going through some crazy things and I, you know, I was sitting there for business, but the first half hour, it was just, all right, let's talk. Personal. Yeah, personal, one-on-one. Let's just talk. Let's see what's going on. And then we, you know, eventually led into it, but I can tell she was really grateful. And you you can feel it. You know, you can feel that energy. Absolutely, yeah. I remember um, there's been plenty of times where a client comes in for a workout for personal training, and we end up having a different type of session because I ask a question and they start crying. And so I have to bring them into my office, and it, and it's and it's okay. Like, you're here to feel better. I don't care if we work out. I don't care if we have a conversation. You just, as a client, you just need to walk out of here just feeling better than when you walked in. And I always kept a box of tissues, and my brother would always ask, like, why do you have a box of tissues? I'm like, because sometimes people just need to let out their emotions, and sometimes that looks like tears, and that's okay. Yeah, and and let's let's also take this into consideration for the business owners or for the people that have clients, right? Um, those conversations, clearly, they're going to put a little bit of a delay, right, on some of your other things. But what's more important, your other things or the client, the person, right? So we have to keep that into consideration because if you try to speed up the process of like, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, sorry to hear that. All right, let's move on. They're going to they're gonna sniff that out, you know, and then guess what? Maybe they won't even come back <laughs> for a second time around. Yeah, and I, I mean, I can't speak for anyone else because I like truly do care about people, even if they're my client, if, if they're not my client, like I just, I care about people. Um, but I don't think that everyone's like that. And it's kind of hard to picture that in my head because I feel like I surround myself with people that care about people as well. <laughs> so yeah. to hear stories of like, oh, this person just did this or did me wrong. I'm like, how, like, how do people have the heart to do that? First of all, brushed it off. Well, I'll tell you how they have the heart. First of all, they probably don't have the heart for that, <laughs> but they're more than likely probably on that survival mode, what you talked about. Oh, what's in or, it for me? Yeah. Or they're probably, yeah, exactly. In that space of, you know, survival mode, maybe not exactly like to the T like, oh my gosh, I need to make a dollar right now for this person. But you know, they're, they have other stresses going on where they're just focused on themselves. So when it comes to like that one-on-one -on -one client, they're still thinking about it. And then when they're preaching or talking or coaching, they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just do this. Just do that. Yeah, like let's they're, just get to they're, the... Yeah, they're not fully present. Yeah, I can actually see that. That makes total sense. Yeah, so, um, I mean, yeah, I mean, I feel like we covered a lot of ground. Yeah, so emotional intelligence and awareness is very important to whatever journey that you're on, whether it be a health journey, relationship, business, professional, career. I think that there's a lot of information out there and we need to be, I guess, aware, smart enough to be able to understand like what's actually going to serve us and what's not what's just fluff and what's solid information solid stuff that we can consume yep absolutely. anything else you would like to add to that uh no i think we did a great job cool well thank you for being on thanks for having me i appreciate these conversations and we will see everyone on the next episode goodbye everyone